0: to the RTI Time Machine. Today's Time Traveler is... John Van Triest, And the destination... Taipei, 1936. In an area of Taipei known for its bookshops, there's a shop that's become more and more unusual over the years. A bookshop. As a great number of the local bookshops go, the Hongru Tang Book Company stands out more and more. In part, this is because the bookstore has been open since 1936. But this bookstore is also notable in that many of its books are in a foreign language, Japanese. Inside, you'll find many books that other bookstores in Taiwan would shrink away from selling. Specialized Japanese books on different aspects of science and technology, for instance. It's a niche market to be sure, but the bookshop keeps marching on, even as many local Chinese language bookshops go under. How has the store made it for more than 80 years, and why does it continue to succeed? Here to share his thoughts is third generation shopkeeper Huang Cheng Ye. The shop was founded by Mr. Huang's grandfather, Huang Zijun, a man who did not come from a bookselling background. In 1936, when the shop first opened, though, his business did well, in part because of its excellent location. Taiwan had by then been under Japanese colonial rule for just over 40 years, with colonists from Japan and at least a generation of local children educated through the Japanese language. The shop's original location happened to be close to a number of important schools and official headquarters, giving it a ready-made reading public. No catalogs of available books were made in those early years. But Mr. Huang says it's known that the books sold there focused on introducing Taiwan and its culture to Japanese-speaking audiences. During the difficult years of the Pacific War the following decade, It's also known that the shop went into the business of lending out books and magazines for a fee. On the surface, the end of the war in 1945 looks like it should have obliterated the market for Japanese books. Japan turned over Taiwan to the Republic of China government. The Japanese colonists left, and the new government imposed Mandarin Chinese as the new medium of education. The new government also had a thoroughly anti-Japanese attitude, having spent many years in bitter fighting with Japanese forces on the other side of the Taiwan Strait. After the handover, it would be around 20 years before Japanese as a foreign language would be taught at a Taiwanese university again. Mainly though, there was the fact that Japanese books, or any foreign books, were difficult to come by. The new government was deeply authoritarian and heavily suspicious. It placed Taiwan under martial law, and importing books required permission from multiple government agencies. There was a whole bureaucracy involved. The Taiwan provincial government, the government information office, everyone down to the local police stations would get involved. All of these bureaus and offices had to be satisfied both when the books were brought into Taiwan and after they were on the shelves, too. Mr. Huang says periodic inspections of bookshops did take place. And yet, at this stage, Japanese was a deeply useful language for Taiwan. It was a language many people could still read, and it was also a language used to write important works, technical manuals and such, that were helpful to Taiwan's economy and industry. Books on thought and ideas were right out, but Japanese dictionaries and books on science were useful and permitted. And so it was that the bookshop carried on. Huang's grandfather passed away at a young age, And it was during this period that his father inherited the business. In the 1960s, the store was presented with a great new opportunity, with a re-establishment of Japanese as a foreign language. With Mandarin, now the lingua franca, the handful of universities teaching the language found that they needed teaching materials and had nowhere to get them. The bookshop filled this vacuum, publishing its own materials. This side of publishing, focused on Japanese learning for a Taiwanese audience, has been a hallmark of the bookshop ever since. The bookshop itself has published many books over the years, and a fair number of them are language learning materials. After inheriting the bookshop himself in the 1980s, Mr. Huang Tu worked on publishing these materials. From 1987 to 2015, his shop produced Staircase Japanese, a regular magazine for Taiwanese language learners that eventually included CDs and full phonetic transcriptions. Preparing all of this for so many years was a lot of work, he says. But in a place where Japanese is perhaps the second most studied foreign language, all of this work proved worthwhile. Who are Mr. Huang's main customers today? With the end of martial law, the old restrictions on importing books are long gone. But who's reading the books these days? One group that continues to be important is the elderly. Though mostly over 85 now, customers who were schooled in Japanese and have known Huang's shop for years continue to come. Mostly, he says, they buy novels and health-related books. Another big part of the customer base is serious students of the Japanese language. These may include those who've studied in Japan and want to go back. In the days of his grandfather, Mr. Huang says, the store saw a mix of Japanese and Taiwanese customers. But these days, it's mostly Taiwanese customers who come in. He says that Japanese expats, for example, prefer to go to Japanese-owned bookstores in Taiwan, even if the prices are higher. It's those who are in the know who come here, he says. And indeed, many of those who do come are looking for something very specialized. For example, the store's focus on science and technology hasn't changed. Other bookstores in Taiwan wouldn't dare sell our books on industry, machinery, or electronics, he says. There are specialized books on martial arts and biology, too. A number of the store's own publications are also niche works, and might not have found their way to print anywhere else. Profitability is a big issue for Taiwan's bookstores these days. Mr. Huang estimates that around 40% of them have shut their doors, as habits and demographics change, Mr. Huang's store faces its own share of challenges. Houses these days are smaller, he says, with less room to buy books. And those who do have the space don't buy books. Students photocopy books, and teachers don't need materials like they used to. Lastly, with a fertility rate so low, there are fewer students overall. Mr. Huang says that despite all of this, there's a core group of loyal customers that have kept his shop going. They've moved a few times over the years, but each time, the same customers keep coming. Mr. Huang also says that while running a bookshop is not a winning proposition for those looking to strike it rich, there's a bit too much negativity about reports on how bookstores are going. He says he'd like the media to be a bit more encouraging. What does he hope the future will hold for his
1: store?
0: (inaudible) That people will come in and buy books, he laughs. The future of the store is a bit unclear, though. He says he won't be passing the shop on to his own children. He says they've all gone to Japan for work, perhaps appropriate given the family background, but they don't show signs of coming back. Mr. Huang says he's now in his 70s, but he has three generations of family history to uphold. And so, for now, an 81-year-old bookstore in Taipei's old book district continues to go against the grain. I'm John Van Trieste, and I hope you'll join me again next week for another Journey Through Time. RTI.